You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation Cheer and Gymnastics Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are going to be getting into a sort of pet peeve episode, and that is, please, for the love of all things holy, stop saying that no one owns a gym to get rich. Now, it's something I hear all the time, and we're going to get into all the details of why I think this is something we need to all stop saying across the board as an industry. But before we get into the episode, make sure you've headed over to Cheer and Gymnastics Owners Facebook group if you are an owner of a cheer or a gymnastics gym. If you notice, that has actually changed a little bit. It used to be titled NG Cheer and Gymnastics Owners. We tweaked the name just a little bit to make it a little easier to find for people who don't know about Next Gen, but who are gym owners and looking for that group and that resource. If you're not an owner, make sure you head over to the All-Star Coaches and Owners page if you are a coach or an owner and a coach and you request to join that page as well. Uh, Please make sure you answer the membership questions in both of those groups. It helps us get you approved a lot faster. So make sure you answer those membership questions uh, so we don't have to reach out and directly message you and say, hey, who are you? Are you actually an owner? Or are you a coach? Or are you a parent? We've had lots of parents trying to join those groups. And we want to make sure that if they're just a parent, and they're not a parent and a coach, that they're not joining those groups. Um, and also within those groups, remember, if you are someone who also sells products on the side or you are some sort of a promoter of a product, you need to be an approved sponsor to advertise in any of our groups. So make sure that if you are interested in that, you head over to Next Gen Owners and you inquire on how to become a sponsor. Um, we are very particular on who we choose to partner with as our sponsors. But if you are posting advertisements without permission, uh, those will be removed and you will get removed from the page. So we would like everyone to just work together on those. And as always, head over to our website, nextgenowners.com, and subscribe to our blog to get all of our great information that Danielle is sending out regularly. Make sure you share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. Uh, Anyone who would benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them. There's a lot of owners out there that don't know about this podcast. And so the more it can get out there and the more people that we can positively impact, the better. And last but not least, make sure you get registered for conference June 23rd through the 25th in Dallas, Texas. It's going to be absolutely amazing. The best conference of the year. Uh, No question about it. We've got amazing speakers and I'll go into a little bit more of that stuff later on. All right. So getting back into the subject, stop saying no one owns a gym to get rich. Now, this is something that gets tossed around constantly. I see it on Facebook. I see it in messages to me. I hear clients say this. And in fact, I used to say this all the time. You know, I would say, I'm not rich. I'm a cheer gym owner or um, things of that nature. You know, I opened a cheer gym, so I'm not rich. Well, here's the real question. Why shouldn't I become wealthy owning a gym? Shouldn't my gym benefit me, my family, my staff as much as it does my clients? And the answer to this is yes, yes, it absolutely should. Your gym should be a positive impact, not just in the athletes' lives that you are serving, but in your life and in your staff's life and in 
your employees' lives. It should bring value to you beyond just feeling good about helping people. So our big three topics we're going to be talking about in this is number one, it isn't greedy to make money off of your gym. You 100% deserve it. Number two, you can do more for everyone when your gym is making money. And number three is you have to spend money to make money, which means you need to bring in money. So number one, it isn't greedy to make money off your gym. You 100% deserve it. This is an attitude that gets thrown around um, oftentimes because we are imprinting what we think our prospective clients are thinking and feeling uh, about our product, that they're looking at us and they're assuming we're being greedy uh, because we are charging a certain amount. And they we are we are imprinting that idea onto ourselves and we think that we don't deserve to make that much money or we need to be paying ourselves less because that's what's fair and, and you shouldn't be getting wealthy off of a gym. But no really successful company operates with that perspective of we shouldn't be bringing in money, we shouldn't be becoming wealthy. Uh, And there is a misnomer and a misconception that just because you are becoming wealthy means you are not treating people well. No, you're charging what it takes to run a great business. And you work really, 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 really hard to make your gym happen. Whether or not you are just an owner, whether or not you're the, the majority, which is an owner coach, but you're working really hard to make your gym happen. You're sacrificing time at home. You're sacrificing many hours. You're doing a lot of work to make sure that business happens. And you're the one, if you're an owner, you're the one taking the risk. Like when I sign things, I sign my name. It's my name. It's my social security number. It's my credit that can be negatively impacted. I'm the one who potentially gets sued if things don't go right. Like it is you carrying that liability and that risk and you're the one taking those risks, which is why owners deserve to be paid commensurate to being a owner. No one questions that um, the owner of Coca-Cola is wealthy. Why? Because they have a product that is sold everywhere and they make a lot of money off of that. You know, there are a lot of wealthy people. No one no one questioned why Steve Jobs made what he made and that he was independently wealthy because he invented Apple. He created Apple or Bill Gates with Microsoft. Now, we may look at them and go, man, they're crazy rich and um, how lucky of them. And there are probably people out there who would say that they're greedy people. But my argument would be that they're, they're not really. Um, they are just... They are reaping the rewards of what it is that they built and they had to sacrifice and work in their garage and work long hours and do those things to accomplish what they accomplished. So it's not greedy to make money off of your gym. And in fact, I see a lot more gym owners undervalue themselves and um, basically tear themselves down by paying themselves nothing or next to nothing. And when we do a really important calculation uh, that we do in NextGen where we look at what your effective hourly rate is, what you you as an owner are making with how much time you're working on your gym. And it's not uncommon to talk to owners who are paying themselves under a dollar an hour, which is insane. It's, It's not what you're worth. And that is like 
you're basically saying that you don't deliver something of value to people. Like what you are contributing is not of value, which we all know is not true. You deserve to be compensated fairly and and even beyond that. I mean, what is fair for taking the risk, for working the hours, for doing all of that? There is a, you know, you are investing for the future. You deserve to become wealthy from your business. That is the point of entrepreneurship. One of the points, not the only point, but that is one of the points. Number two is you can do more for everyone in your gym and for everyone when your gym is making money. When you have surplus resources, surplus profit, you have the freedom to be giving. You have the freedom to engage in philanthropy. You have the freedom to donate money, to donate time, to do things with that money to make people's lives better. You as an owner, when you're making money, have the ability to employ staff. Like how cool is it as an owner that you can, if you build your business successfully and you are becoming wealthy and your business is wealthy and successful and financially solvent, how cool is it that you have the opportunity to make it so other people, other kids who've dreamed of being a coach, dreamed of impacting people's lives the way you have impacted people's lives or the way your life was impacted by a coach, you have the ability to build a place for them to do that and for them to make a living doing it. How cool is that? How cool is it that you have the ability to allow people to do something that they love and make a living doing it? But if you view your gym as wrong for making money and that you can't own a gym with the goal of becoming wealthy, you will you will be living with a poor person's mindset, that rich dad, poor dad mindset, which is you won't believe that you can do that. You won't believe that it's okay to do that. And you will constantly be bringing in money to just give it to other people and simply survive. And if you are simply surviving, you're not thriving and you're not doing everything you're capable of doing and you are capable of doing so much more when you are making money. So it is okay to become wealthy with your gym and allow yourself to do great things with that money, right? Like I'm not making money. I'm not trying to become wealthy so I can be buried with my money. I'm trying to build my wealth so I can take care of my family, so I can take care of my parents as they get older, so I can help my little brother grow his business, so I can send my kids to college, so I can give them opportunities that I was fortunate enough to have. That only happened because my parents ran successful businesses. So you can do so much more for everyone when you're making money. Number three is you have to spend money to make money, which means you need to be bringing in money and be comfortable charging a fair amount so you can spend money on the things that are going to continue to grow your wealth. But you've got to start that snowball. It takes time. Okay, rare is the company that starts up and you just immediately are making money hand over fist. That's like the invention situation. You invent something, it releases, and it just skyrocket takes off. What we're doing in owning gyms takes a little bit more time. There's a lot of upfront investment of equipment, of time, of energy that then is going to take time to develop into something 
profitable. And so you're going to have to spend money to bring in more money and become more profitable, which means you're going to have to buy that equipment. You're going to have to spend money to train your staff. You're going to have to hire people and pay them to do things. You're going to have to pay an attorney. You're going to have to pay for insurance. You should 100% be paying for business coaching. You're going to have to eventually, if you want to expand and really start looking at becoming wealthy, you're going to have to buy a building. You're going to have to have a second location. You're going to have to do these additional things that require you to be bringing in money and be financially solvent and be profiting as a business. So you're comfortable making those moves. So you've got to be bringing in money. You've got to be comfortable with the idea that it's okay to be profitable. Uh, Dave Ramsey talks about this and he has a quote that Danielle actually shared in one of her blogs recently. And his quote was, believing that making money is a selfish activity will undermine anyone's chances of success. This is a dangerous socioeconomic trend that's running wild in our culture today. It's dangerous because anytime you vilify success, nobody wants to become successful because they don't want to get any of that evil money. It's not about money. It's about our attitude. And that's so important. Like There are so many gym owners out there who look at making money as kind of this evil thing, like they're taking advantage of people. But I haven't talked to a gym owner that is in that position that isn't offering something amazing and sacrificing of themselves and sacrificing of their time with their families to make that, to to provide something and that is worth being compensated for. So moving forward, if you don't know how to make a profit and be financially successful in your gym, I have the answer for you. It's very simple. I'm going to give you some other prescriptions here in a minute. But number one, you need to come to conference. Okay, come to conference June 23rd through the 25th in Dallas, Texas. Again, you got to spend some money to make some money. You will learn. If you have never been to one of our conferences before, you're going to leave with mountains of notes. We just released our initial class offerings and we have so many classes going on. We literally have a coach's track, a manager's track, an owner's track, and an academy only track for our academy members to get even more intense stuff. There is so much good stuff. It is worth bringing your staff. It is worth bringing your managers and it will help you give you ideas for how to increase your revenue and streamline your company, leaving you with more profits and more time, hopefully. Number two is simply this. Shameless plug, join NextGen. Get a coach and see what really can change in your business with coaching, with focused energy, working with someone who's going to help propel your business to the next level. Okay, this is one of my favorite things to do. I love talking to gym owners and helping them grow. And we have some amazing coaches within NextGen and we're bringing on some new ones that are even so exciting. I can't wait to announce them all once they're ready to go. But we have some really awesome people applying. Like, oh my gosh, there's so much good coaching happening in NextGen. So wrapping this all back up, one of the examples that comes to mind that I hear all the time, because we, we talk about evil money, that kind of Dave Ramsey conversation. And one of the things that gets tossed around is, um, you know, the, the top 1% and the, the so wealthy people. And, you know, well, these Walmart, uh, the, the top exec at Walmart makes, you know, $20, $20 million a year and 
he's just stealing from his his uh employees just stealing money from them and it's not fair and they're the ones in there working hard now however you want to look at that is up to you my argument would be this even if he takes or she i don't actually know uh if they take their 20 million dollars and they were to give that all back to the employees i did the math a while back and it was something like each employee would make an additional 150 dollars because that's how many people they employ so yes, do they make significant money? Are they becoming wealthy? Yeah, they are. But what they're offering, what they're able to do for everyone because their business is profitable and because they have those people who are running the company is far greater than the singular price that they're paying. Now, you could look at this a million different ways, but as an owner, you deserve to be compensated and you deserve to be compensated commensurate to your position within the company. There is a reason that CEOs are paid more. They are the one making the strategic moves to drive the business forward, which is what you're doing as a gym owner. So as we leave the episode, I want you to do a couple things for me. So leaving the episode, if you're looking for the homework, I want you to write down all of the reasons, get a piece of paper and make three columns. And in the first column, I want you to write down all the reasons that you shouldn't raise your prices, you shouldn't charge more, you shouldn't pay yourself more money, anything to do with money and more of it, all the reasons that you shouldn't do it. You know, people will think I'm greedy or my parent, people will quit or whatever it is, write them all down. What, what are all the reasons and all the things that you shouldn't do and why? And then next to that, um, well, what I should really tell you to do is I should tell you to take those crank them all up, light them on fire because that is really what they are worth. They are just simply excuses for not doing what you need to do in your company. But instead of this, in the next column, I want you to write down what could change in your gym, in your business, in your life if you did make that change. So what are all the changes you're afraid to make and why are you afraid to make them? And then what would change in your gym, in your life, in your business if you did it? And then from there, I want you to write down what you can do to change it. What is it that you can do tomorrow, the next day to actually make that happen? And then I want you to focus on column two and column three. What is the change we're going to make and what is the benefit it's going to be? And I've talked about this in other episodes, but it's my favorite concept from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is... The, the rich person's mindset is not, well, I can't afford that, therefore I can't do it. The rich person's mindset is what do I need to do to afford that? What do I need to do to get to that thing that would make my life better? So if you are like, man, I need an assistant, but your mindset is, but I can't afford one. Okay, what do you need to do to afford one? And what would that bring to your business? And sometimes you're gonna have to take a little bit of a risk and not have all the money in place to do that thing. But that's the rich person's mindset, figuring out how to get there versus all the reasons why you shouldn't take the leap. All right, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I loved recording it for you. If you're looking for another great podcast, make sure you check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins. Jason is gonna be one of our guest speakers at the Next Gen Conference this summer, so if you wanna meet him, make sure you get registered for conference. 
I'll be speaking at conference. All of our next gen coaches are going to be speaking at conference and the other owners. Um, I believe the only owner who isn't going to be speaking is Shelly because she's going to be running conference. But we have Rihanna, we have Danielle, we have Shelly, we have myself, we have uh, Kira, my wife, Tori, Liz, Andrea. We have amazing staff that are going to be presenting at conference that you need to listen to all of the wealth of knowledge they have. Even when I go, even when I go to my wife's classes, I still learn things because I start seeing it from someone else's perspective. So no matter where you are in your business, there are great things that you can be learning. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the episode. With that, we will catch you on the next one. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.